When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Thrivehood Podcast is a relevant life roadmap for boys and young men who want to thrive as they mature into manhood. I'll be your host, Tim Williams, and welcome to Thrivehood. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome everybody after all. Hey, this is your host. Yes, Tim Williams. Yes, this is the Thrivefoot Podcast. Yes, our goal is to help boys and young men between the ages of 12 and 21 as they mature into manhood. We're trying to help you guys to make that transition as smooth as possible, you know, like a smooth operator, as they say. So stick around. You might like it. If this is your first time checking us out, welcome. If you've been here before, I thank you. Leave some reviews, subscribe, download, listen, tell your friends, blah, blah, blah. Let me get all of that stuff out of the way. So today's topic is the 4th of July on this day in history. I thought we would take a a little different approach to the 4th of July. I know with all of the COVID restrictions starting to be lifted some across the country, I have a pretty good idea that I know that I am anyway. I'm, I'm almost feeling, you know, kind of symbolically, I'm wanting to stretch my arms, my wings, so to speak, and fly with with as much as we've had to deal with over the last year or so. So I thought what I would do is let's look at a few other points of interest and moments and events that took place in history on this exact same day on the 4th of July. I thought that would be a little fun and it would be a little intriguing and educational and a number of number of uh, things that we might be able to learn from this today. So let's jump in. So, of course, we all know, well, I hope we all know, 1776, July 4th, Independence Day, drew up the contract, we were freed from Britain, and we were a free people. Hallelujah. Fantastic. Love it. Well, what else happened on the 4th of July? Let's go through. I've got sort of a top 10 list. There are many more things than this, but these are the top 10 that I think or at least I thought you would enjoy. So in 1802, the West Point Military Academy was established. It used to be, I believe, if I remember this right, the United States Military Academy, and it was actually founded and created for the U.S. Corps of Engineers, a training school for them, basically. But it was recommissioned and Uh, redesigned and reestablished, however you want to call that. And anyway, Congress on March 16th, 1802, decided to officially open it as West Point Military Academy, which is in New York, on July 4th of that year. So that's interesting. Number two, this one was really intriguing. I was really fascinated by this. Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, and James Monroe. So that was the second, third, and fifth presidents of our United States all died on the 4th of July. I had no idea. As a matter of fact, Jefferson and Adams, who by all accounts 
were really legendary political adversaries, if you really want to boil it down. They did not like each other, based on some of the research that I did. And they both died on the exact same day, July 4th, 1826. James Monroe, he died in 1831 on the 4th of July. So very, very fascinating information. Let's move along. 1845, Texas agrees to become a member of the United States. So before that, Texas was actually the Republic of Texas. They were their own country at that time. I believe before that, they had been claimed by various countries, Spain, France, I think even Mexico. But in 1845, on July 4th, the Texas Congress passed an ordinance, and they agreed to be annexed into the Union when this was something that the Union had offered them. And they said, you know what, let's be a part of the Let's be a part of a, a bigger cause, so to speak. And I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did. I think that was a good idea, obviously. Okay, moving right along, 1884. It was on July 4th, 1884, that the Statue of Liberty was presented by the Franco-American Union to the U.S. Ambassador of France. His name was Levi Morton. The actual establishment of the statue itself, basically, the moment that it appeared in the Big Apple, as they call it, was June 17, 1885. But it was presented to the United States back on July 4th. And interesting fact, they literally had to take her apart, completely apart, disassemble her, ship her overseas on a Navy, uh, a French Navy ship, and reassemble her back again on the perch that she adorns to this day. So interesting fact. All right, so we're moving right along 1892. There is a little area, a little island called Western Samoa. It is, it was, well, it still lies south of the equator. I think it's around, it's around halfway between Hawaii and New Zealand. Something interesting happened to that little Polynesian region there. They decided that they were going to change the time zone that year for their island. And as a result of that, it impacted the international dateline, kind of where they where they landed. And so because of that, they had two 4th of Julys. Wow, that would be kind of cool. So back-to-back 4th of Julys, again, I, I don't know all the specifics, but anyway, because of the decision that they made to change their the time zone that year and where they were at in relation to the international dateline, they ended up getting two 4th of Julys. Very, very cool. All right, moving on to the next one. 1910, Jack Johnson defeats Jim Jeffries in a highly anticipated boxing match. There was, I believe I had read this right, there was over 30,000 people that had gathered to watch the fight in Reno, Nevada. And you got to think about that's actually a lot for 1910. The limited ability to be able to advertise events like that back then compared to now, uh, having 30,000 people show up was pretty amazing. But because of that, there was also a lot of violence, dozens and dozens of race violence, race riots, I should say, broke out across the country because Jack Johnson was an African-American boxer and Jim Jeffers was white. So obviously there was a lot of fear and concern about what would happen. Uh, matter of fact, I, I read this properly. I believe there were promoters that decided not to sell alcohol at that time because they just didn't know what the repercussions would be if Jack Johnson, in fact, 
won that fight. So again, 4th of July, that took place. Uh, sad, sad affair, right? Skin color shouldn't matter. Shouldn't be a shouldn't be an issue for us, but it does. And, and what's sad is it, it, it's even something we're dealing with even today. What is this? Over a hundred years ago, we are as a country still dealing with something like this right now, and I think it's so sad. 1960, the United States American flag receives its 50th star. Hawaii which had been named an official state in August of the previous year, didn't really appear on the American flag as, as a symbol of a star until the ceremony on July 4th, 1960. Another interesting fact that you didn't know. And then our beloved Bob Ross in 1995 passed away of lymphoma. You know Bob Ross. He's the guy that paints the fluffy clouds, the happy trees. He's the dude that's got the big poofy hair. (laughs) He was on PBS a lot. Yeah, you're probably going, who is this guy? Who are you talking about? You need to look him up. He's, He's literally an icon, guys. It's amazing the number of people that just thought he was just a darling, I guess is a, maybe a way you can say that. But yeah, his final, and I believe his final episode was The Joy of Painting, which aired on May 7th, 1994. But yes, he did lose his life to lymphoma, which is a sad state of affairs. Of course it is. All right, two more. 1996, Hotmail goes live. So when the internet came on the scene, broke onto the scene, and, and having all of these abilities that we take for granted now, Hotmail was one of the first email providers that launched in this, I guess at that point, you know, it was a revolutionary idea. What's interesting is the name stems from the letters HTML. You've heard that a lot when you're looking at websites and pulling URLs, HTML. They decided, hey, Hotmail sort of sounds like HTML, so we'll we'll create a, a program that can send and receive emails and we'll use that as our as our name. Interesting enough, in December of 1997, the company sold for $400 million to Microsoft. And get this, this is wild. They were famous for offering two megabits of free storage. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Two megabits of free storage. I don't know if you could save 500 emails now with that, with today's attachments and the amount of information that's flowing back and forth. But yeah, July 4th, 1996, Hotmail went live. That's cool. And then lastly, in 1997, Mars Pathfinder became the first U.S. spacecraft after 20 years to land on Mars. It traveled, I want to say, about 120 million miles in seven months to make it to Mars. Well, guys, there you go. There's there's 10 good bits of information as to some other events and some other things that took place on the 4th of July. I hope you enjoyed that. Stay tuned for more episodes. Again, like I said, I I don't know if I said this or not, but if I haven't, uh, hopefully we're going to be having some guests coming on. I'm trying to get into getting some interviews, creating some interviews with some guys that maybe can have some good words of wisdom and maybe offer some ideas and solutions of ways that you can actually improve yourself as you move into adulthood. And until next time, guys, say it with me, stay strong.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.